Seinfeld came to an end, Friends came to an end, and now another great production must have its swan song. Richo, Brownie and Hummer is going to air for the last time. I'm emotional. Richo is emotional. Have we been sacked for next year? No, I'm in a pay dispute with Sportsman at the moment. (laughs) So I'm done. You want more for what you do. I want oh, more so money. This might yeah. be the last. This time. might be the last time all three of us. Richo's emotional. I'm emotional. You don't give a rat's ass. Not really. No. Do you? <laughs> so, I'd like to be back next year. I though. think we'll be back next year. Oh, I'm not well, sure about. Would you? Would um, you guys go ahead without me over there? Well, let's be honest, Harley. You don't play a huge part in this podcast. You're not exactly the We're star a team. Of the show, We're a trio. You wouldn't go to because I'm at, at well, this we present point in time. I'm off until I get more money. Yeah. Oh, I hope okay. you. I hope no, you good luck with that. Hey, but it is a big week. Aside from this being the last show, it is a big, exciting time. There is just nothing for footy fans. There is nothing like grand final week. There is a buzz. I mean, it's like Christmas when you're a kid. There's just a buzz every day. It's all you hear on the radio. It's all you read in the papers. You see on the TV. It is as good as it gets. The weather gets a bit warmer. But for two blokes that didn't play in a grand final or win a premiership, it sucks sometimes. You, yeah. you hear all these old legends come out, you know, players who have played 30 games and a premiership player. Your mate at Channel 7, Lingy, comes yeah. out, oh, one yeah. four flags, yeah. and that shits and me. You know what? And players, they do get elevated a bit if they play in premiership teams. But yeah. let's be honest. There's been plenty of donkeys that have played in premierships. Plenty so. of donkeys. Plenty. But, but you, when, you, when your team's involved, it's great. Like, I'm pumped this week. Obviously, the mm. Tigers are involved. Nate, you would be too. But when your team isn't involved, you, you do get a bit flat mm. because you never played in one. When you were down on the boundary two mm. years ago, 2017, yeah. Yeah. like, did you know when to cue the tears? Like, did you say, okay, Richo, Matthew, this, no. is, this is time. I reckon there's 45 seconds to go here. I reckon now's the perfect time to put in the vice scene and make it look like I'm crying and I'm an emotional Mate, sort of person. I didn't I didn't see it coming. It shocked me, actually, in, but, all, in all seriousness. Well, you didn't see the wind coming? No, I saw the no, wind. There eight goals up. I saw the wind coming, but I actually – I remember thinking – during the morning and the day, I thought, am I going to get emotional? And I thought, no, I don't, I don't think I will. I reckon but you planned it. I d- you mm. can't put tears on, Nate. I reckon you can. I reckon you did. You <laughs> thought, okay, they're going to cross down to me. Bruce is up there. Uh, BT's up there. They're going to cross down to me. I am the Richmond hero. I should be out there. I'm going to take centre stage here. No, I didn't. You know what I did? The funniest thing that day was halfway through the third quarter, Tim Watson was sitting next to me. And Wispy. He, he could see me moving around and I was riding every bump and Wispy sort of tapped me on the leg. He goes, you're home, Richard. Don't worry, mate. You're home. I looked at the scoreboard. They were nine points up. I said, what do you mean they're home, Wispy? He goes, no, nah, they've got all the momentum. So anyway, it'll be, it'll be interesting this week. So what's your grand final day entail? Uh, so we've got the Collingwood breakfast at, uh, at Crown Palladium at Cashy. 8am. Yeah, with Brian. No, 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 Cashy. Cashy's rich. The ATO is actually cracking down on Cashy, so just be careful, boys. Mm-hmm. So it's, these are on the books. Yeah, no, no, exactly. So, yeah, got a panel there with a few of the, the – uh, I think James Brayshaw, Luke Darcy. Mm. Then we get to the ground and we're doing a panel there from 11 to 12.30. Cashy or for seven? No, that's for seven. Uh, just out. I think it's out on the concourse with Channel 7. Then do a bit of radio throughout <laughs> W and then down on the boundary line for the game with Daisy so Pierce. jamming. So you're, you're working for your boats and employers? Day. Yeah. Yeah, Daisy's on the boundary. So I don't think I'll say much. I think I'll let Daisy do all the talking. Mm. What are you doing, Nate? I'm working for sports bet in the morning. We'll do some updates that go for Channel 7. Then there's a, a brunch on where I'm going to do a panel. Yeah, so that, yeah. No, 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 no. That's through the books. You're obsessed with cashies. That's through the books. 
You ask for cash, but these days just, they go, no, nah, there's not a lot of cash around. Just pad so. Brownie's right yeah. pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right and now. then to I go to the September club for a little bit pre-game yeah. and then I am doing Triple M for the Got game. Got the corp because you weren't a, a lock. Cause you, have you done Triple M calling before? Grand final, yeah. yes. Yeah. Huh. What are you doing, Hum? You uh, I will be working. You're an MCC member, though, aren't you? I am, but I'll be working. I'll be hosting some um, some of the some media from around the the country for we'll Sportsbet. For Sportsbet, yeah, yeah. Well, we're at the September Club. Are so they aware I'll, that I'll see you might be going on as well. What do you mean? Well, are they aware that you mightn't be going on with Sportsbet because of this pay dispute? Well, no, I'm staying with Sportsbet, just I'm not doing the podcast until I get a bit more of a burn, a Bunsen. No, <laughs> so I'll be there. I can't wait. I've never done the September Club before. No, I'll, be, I'll be the first time and we'll, we'll catch I'll, up and I'll have I'll tell a, you what, by about nine o'clock after the grand final, the September Club is <laughs> as loose as you're Reptiles. I'll tell you what I did like. That was Monday night was the Brownlow. And, big, big uh, night. It's, it's always good. You see Footy's the girls night come of in, the boys sit there and they go, oh, you know, whip this up in a couple of minutes and then the girls are dressed by this person. But... What really floated my boat on the night was your <laughs> little thing with Tim Kelly. So I didn't see it. It didn't come up well. You and Tim Kelly just down at some sort of suit shop. We what were down it? at uh, Peter Jackson Peter in Jackson, you were. And uh, the Peter chemistry Jackson. between you and Tim Kelly, I thought, it was, was, was enormous. I walked in. He on couldn't you. have given you any less. <laughs> no, I don't even think he knew who you were. I agree with you there because I, I drove down to Geelong to do this thing with, with Tim at Peter Jackson in Geelong. And as Tim was walking up to me, I could just see the look on his face that said, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I thought, this is not going to go well. I've never met the guy. Yeah, I've never no, met Tim. So I shove. shook his hand and I tried to have a bit of banter with him and nothing back from nothing. Tim. <laughs> it came across on the broadcast so, too. So in my mind at that point, I'm thinking, this interview is not going to go well. <laughs> and I haven't seen it. I deliberately didn't watch it. So it didn't go well. I had a good job. Uh, it didn't yeah, go well. The chemistry was it there, Matt. Yeah. He, he didn't know who you were. He no, just didn't have no idea who you were. That came across my mind as he was looking at me yeah. blankly. I thought, he who is this big dickhead? He's thinking, who is this big doofus interviewing me? <laughs> that just sort of hurt the ego driving back up the Geelong Highway just a I little bit. As flat as a pin, hey, no. you guys didn't play in one. No. But obviously in the media and players, you were always involved mm. in grand finals. So I wanted to, before we go get into the show, yeah. I want your top three grand final moments. All right. Across right. the board, as a player, as a fan, as media, whatever it is. Number one, I thought when the Dogs won it in 2016, the first time since 54, and the moment where Tom Boyd kicked that goal, his celebration with yeah. his arms out like yeah, that, that and more when you hear BT's commentary <laughs> on Triple M. He just drops M. the F-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> no matter. The Dennis, Dennis Comedy's commentary on Channel 7 was brilliant. Um, which way does it bounce? The, the, the stadium holds its breath into BT. I reckon that was one of the great moments. So that's my that's one of my three. Dennis Comedy was brilliant in that call. He just got inducted into the Australian um, Sports Hall of Fame, actually, Dennis. Oh. What a legend he is. Uh, well, my my number one grand final moment. Oh, yeah, three. We've got to Yeah, well, up. we'll go one each. We'll right? go three, two, one. So uh, my number one is... My first grand final memory, the 1980 grand final, Richmond v Collingwood. I was a young kid. Kevin Bartlett kicking seven, David mm. Cloak kicking six. I barracked for Richmond. And as a kid, you know how exciting it is uh, when your yeah. team wins a grand final. That's uh, my number. A record margin too, by the way, against Collingwood. That's my number one. It was too. How old were you? Six. Mm. Mm. Brownie, well, okay. what? You don't remember being excited as a kid? I, I do. Brownie didn't have a team. Brownie remember when I was six. Well, mate, <laughs> Who did you follow as a kid? Carlton. Carlton. Well, you should remember 1982, surely. Uh, I, a little bit of 1982. Oh. I remember 1987 more when I was like 
nine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but my, my, Carlton is one of my great moments because 1995 I went to the oh, grand yeah. final. Okay. And remember Colin Kinnear used to work at Carlton? Yep. Well, his son, Jason Kinnear, used to board with us up in Bendigo into uni. So he took me down there. I stayed at the Kinnear's household. So this is a year before you got drafted? Yeah, yeah. For, the, uh, for, the, uh, for the grand final. Yeah. And they took me into the Carlton room. So I was at Princess Park the night after. Yeah, All really. the players were there. Peter Dean came over. He didn't know who I was. He's he goes, Bendigo, though. Our young fella. And uh, I said, I'm from Bendigo. He goes, here, here's the cup. And he, I, I, I wasn't a big drinker at that stage yeah. because I was still only 16. He's still not. So he's just, this, the, all this VB just went all over my face. <laughs> and I thought, how good is this? And I've loved Peter Dean ever since. He's one of the greats, uh, Peter Dean. My, well, obviously, the 2017 grand final for me. I never thought I would see Richmond win a really? premiership in my you were mind. Despondent. No, I just, I'd blanked it out of my mind. I just thought it's never going to happen. After all those mm. years playing at Richmond and being a supporter, I just thought it's not going to happen. I thought there was a jinx over Richmond. I really did. So, yeah, when the Tigers won in 2017, that was uh, unbelievable. Mm. Which one, just if, because when the dogs were in the grand final, mm. you came out as a proud doggies man. Mm. Which one Which one are you more, were you more excited about? Uh, it's both equally, Hum. And the other thing that I love was Richmond's as well. So that's yeah. My third one, and what I loved was how they went off down in Swan Street, Ooh, yeah. and they've put oh. in they've put in barricades this week uh, for tomorrow to make sure the Richmond fans don't go berserk. Oh, that's that's, down Swan that's shattering. That that was one of the it, that was it, funny. That's what happens in world yeah. sport, and for that yeah. to have happened in Swan Street, this Mick Malloy's telling a great story. I think he was telling it at that at that so lunch. They're not blocking at. off the street. They're you not blocked, but they're not letting it, the fans stop traffic like they did oh, last time. Which is that was off. that was unreal. And how about the story? How all the pubs are full, so yeah. they just went into Liquorland there and just turned that into not a pub. Looting. They were just mm. drinking. Well, they were, they, were, they were paying for it, but just drinking yeah. in the store. Magnificent. Yeah, it good. I can't believe. I mean, Richmond have got to win the game. Touchwood, but I can't believe they wouldn't block off Swan Street. Anyway, my third moment, and I'm a bit sadistic at times, Nathan, and I took. And this is going to really annoy all our Collingwood uh, listeners if we have any. I've never got more pleasure than watching Dom Sheed kick that goal <laughs> in the 2018 <laughs> grand final. Because Collingwood had beaten Richmond the week before, I just yep. couldn't have handled Collingwood winning. And that Dom Sheed goal brought a smile to my face. That's it. I thought we were doing fine. Didn't you have another one? You well, told a story. A, yeah, a can you tell one? this story? I like this. This is 1997 grand final, the Adelaide Crows uh, v St Kilda. We weren't playing, clearly, Richmond. We weren't involved. We didn't go to the grand final, but we had a barbecue at my old teammate's house, Nick Daffy. Remember the duck, Nick Daffy? Yep. So we had a barbecue at Nick's house, and as you used to do, we drew some players' names out of a hat, okay? And whoever you got, if your player kicked a goal, you had to skull, and I, the responsible service of alcohol, this wasn't, but you had to skull a pint of beer. And we had pint. The pint was sitting on top of the TV, one of those big old-fashioned yeah. square TVs. A rankaroonist. A bit, a bit like that. Day. So as the day wore on, all of us probably had one skull each, perhaps two. But we get to the last quarter and Nick Daffy, who had drawn Darren Jarman out of the hat, (laughs) (laughs) had not had a skull. And he was thinking he's going all right, he's going, Jars has had a quiet day. So Jarman kicks his first goal. Nick Daffy skulls his pint. Not a good sculler, Nick. He went out into the laneway behind his house and recomposed himself. This is after one goal. After one goal. He may have had... A little bit of a... Chris Mew. A little Chris Mew. He came back in and he's dusting himself off just as Darren Jarman kicked his second goal. (laughs) So out he went into the laneway again after sculling his point. Back in, he's getting a little bit more rattled as uh, this went on. On cue, Jarman kicks his third goal. (laughs) Out goes Daff again. Comes back in, Jarman kicks his fourth goal. Goes back out into the laneway. (laughs) 
he walks back in and you wouldn't read about it. Jarman's kicked his fifth goal for the final quarter. Daff has, he's done what he had to do. He had the skull, but then he walked back in and there's a few minutes left in the game and he thought, I'm not letting Jarman kick a sixth. So he picked up his TV and he threw it over the neighbour's fence into the neighbour's backyard. Jeez, it was funny. For the final time in 2019, the stat game has been a hit. The stat game. Now, this is all grand final themed. It's a little bit different. There's a couple of different questions. There's a bonus question in there, and uh, it's it's a little bit different. Anyway, so we're going to start. Most appearances as a grand final player. Most appearances. Yep. Michael Tuck. Your answer? I would say, yeah, seven, Michael Tuck. For like a number? No, no, you just had the name. name. You're both right. right. It was Michael Michael Tuck Tuck with 11. 11. So you both got a point. 11 grand final appearances. Oh, Mm. well, I thought you meant wins. No. All right. Grand final. Most appearances as a grand final player. How many goals were kicked in the first ever grand final in 1898 between Fitzroy and Essendon? I'm going to say four. Six. Eight. Which mm. goes up. Two to one. How many grand finals have Richmond appeared in? Oh, I did this the other day for the, the Sunday footy show quiz. Hmm. 23. 20, 22. Whoa, Brownie on the nose goes 22. No, I've got We're that. I've got a question for the no, Sunday footy show. This is their 23rd show. this week, though. Uh, hmm. They you haven't know, appeared in it yet. All right, okay. You know, Collingwood of uh, 47. Is that right? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I did say they've lost a lot, haven't mm. they? AFL tables. Is that where you've been going to get your, your questions? I remember. Um, now, this is a good one. I, I like this one. There, <laughs> there are three teams who have never played in a grand final in AFL VFL history. Who are they? All right, I'll go first. All right. Well, how, if he goes first and he gets it. No, no, because I won't. Because it, it's, I'd, I'd be very surprised if you got all three. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get it. I've never played in a grand final. Yep. Well, Gold Coast. Yep. GWS and University. Uh, sorry, I was including so in GWS in this. Okay, so there's one more. Yep. So GWS is outside of that. Yep. So Gold Coast, University. Jeez. Oh, I don't know. You've got me here. Question. You, for, to win the point. If you, you know I've only got Gold Coast and University. The Brisbane Bears. Oh, well, yeah, okay, but jeez. All right. We yeah. didn't get it. Two all. Two all. That's a good question, though. Yeah, it is a good, oh, question. good on you for getting university. They're still the same club. Yeah, yeah, no, but Fitzroy, no, because Fitzroy were in there. Yeah, Brisbane Lions are in there. The Brisbane yeah, Bears. No, that's fair enough. Played. Fitzroy no, did. Different club. They're a different no, club. Really. Right. Largest ever crowd at an AFL grand final is? 1970. No, the, the crowd. Okay. 21,969. 122,601. Oh, Brownie, 121,696. I've got the sixes and nines yeah, in the wrong way. Um, studying up this week? Or did Homer tell you? How'd you get I know that? shit. I, oh. You know what? I left a sheet like this yeah, he looked at the at start. It. He definitely He has. No, I haven't. Bullshit. I you know did. that. I've, Carlton supporter. All right. How many goals has Gordon Commentary kicked in the grand finals? Brownie, you get this, you win the year. Okay. I'll say Coventry has kicked in grand finals. Yep. 24 goals. How many grand finals he played? No, I can't right. tell you that. I'll go 25. You're a pig. How many? 
The winner of the grand final stat game for 2019 is Nathan Brown How with 35. Was? 35? Gee, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a coward show for me. I think he looked better. Trumpet award time. Now, I have gone through, I've slaved through hours and hours of recording to so finally have every episode, every episode okay. I went through. Yeah. <laughs> now, no, the worst on. This is as it stands before okay. your votes today. The AFL on 28 votes. Yeah. Michael Christian on 23 <laughs> votes. The count of Christo. The Essendon Football Club on 11. Joe Danaher on nine. And Dan Dane Rampey on six votes. Your best on Lockheed Neal with 21. Ooh. Cornelio with 19. Mm. Jeremy Cameron, 15. Dustin Martin, 11. Tim Kelly, nine. So now, John's players. Gee, we missed that five, didn't we? Mm. Okay. All right. I gave one vote for best on to Nick Haynes. I thought his performance last week was outstanding. Yeah. Two votes to Jack Graham to play through that pain um, yeah, and uh, just be a runner, basically. He, he, no way he was ever going to play this what week. A, that what was about our, if he had to kick that goal? Yeah. That would have been he just fast. couldn't hold the ball yeah, properly, hold could he? Properly. Yeah. Um, and three votes, I thought Tom Lynch was the most influential player of the weekend. Yeah, I gave one vote, uh, and I never thought I'd give this man a vote because I've had my differences with him over this season. But I've given one vote to Kane Corns. He's come back yesterday oh, on Twitter. Crisp. So just for people who don't crisp. know, Paddy Dangerfield, Wacky Wednesday, dressed up as a fireman. We know Kane was a fireman for mm. three minutes with his Port Adelaide <laughs> jumper underneath, uh, you know, and he had the thumbs down, basically just saying, Kane, you know. He didn't go too well as a fireman, and he's having a crack. They don't like each other. So he put it up on Twitter. Kane Corns uh, had a comeback, which was extraordinary and brilliant. He comes back and goes, yeah, no, good good stuff uh, there, Paddy. You just forgot one thing, your premiership medal. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Paddy Paddy Dangerfield will be on the Sunday footy show Sunday morning. So one Corns. I don't want to miss that. uh, Yeah, I gave two to Zach Williams. They needed someone to go into the guts and and play well, with uh, obviously with Whitfield out. Out and Toby Green out, and he was absolutely outstanding, Zach Williams. How good a player is he, Nate? Do you like Very him? good. Yeah, mm. and three to Tom Lynch as well. I thought he was Lynchy. great. All right, now, so this can change because I think they may feature. Now, the worst on, there's only two that can win the Trumpet Award for 2019. He's down to the AFL and Michael, the Count Christo Christian, 23 nice. votes. Yep. Your worst ons, please. Uh, I'm going to go... One for Shane Mumford. I thought he's um, he was slaughtered in the ruck. Absolutely slaughtered he was, the big sausage. I thought he competed hard. No, though. he was terrible. Big much. He's, I hope he doesn't listen. No, I, don't, would, I don't think he must listen to this. He would eat you, mummy. <laughs> he, he was. Two votes to the like a sausage. score review system or the AFL. So they go to 30. And three votes to Brody Majacek. Mm. Wow. Oh, well, I gave one, and I really like Brody Mychek. He's had a good year, but couldn't get it done in a, in a prelim. Unfortunately, they needed a tall forward to stand up. Got beaten. I've gone a bit different here with my two. I'm giving two votes to a gentleman that lives down in Devonport, Tasmania. Okay. <laughs> a guy that I went to school with in high school, which is now yeah. nearly 30 years ago. Okay. <laughs> this is 30 years ago. Now, was he a good mate? Oh, look, he was an acquaintance. Now, he has somehow got my phone number during the week. Now, I'm giving him two votes because he has rung me at the start of this week (laughs) and asked me for two grand final tickets. I said, mate, when did did we last speak? 
And we, I worked out, I haven't spoken to him for 15 years. 15 so, years. 15 he's years. got the nerve to ring for a grand final got, ticket. So he got two votes. That is extraordinary. What did you say? Did you tell him to get I just stuffed? said, mate, uh, I can't believe you're seriously asking me for two grand final That's tickets. That's rude. Yeah, and I gave rude. three to the whole umpiring department who failed to give Shane Edwards one vote Ooh. in the 2019 Brownlow medal. I mean, seriously. He was a good player in a lot of games. Well... Without further ado, it is my honour to announce the AFL wins the Trumpet Award no, 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 for 2019. Hopefully they just spend they a good, have a good hard look at themselves over the We summer. don't pump them up when they do things right, do we? We only knock them when they do well, things they don't do right. don't do much right. All right, we've got a special guest in for this segment, Richo, a man yes. that will be very familiar to the listeners of this wonderful podcast because it's not all beers and Skittles on grand final day. Not everyone gets to go no, to the game to like the three of us. And there's a man who won't be going to the game, Wally. I thought Brownie would have looked after you, Wally. What happened? Don't be silly, Mick. No, no. I think year five I've known for right. Brownie and yeah. I've known Brownie for and yeah. yet to uh, get a ticket to oh. a home and away game, Richard. So, so what are you, you're going to tell us how to host a barbecue? Yeah, right? boy. Right so on. I thought I'd come on and I'd just have a chat about hosting a barbecue, but some good tips here as yeah. well if you're going to one. So now, grand final day barbecue. Grand final day barbecue, days. Brownie, is Four things we're going to look at. We're going to look at the people. We're going to look at the food. We're going to look at the drink, and of course the footy. Okay. All right. So the people like the people, uh, the piss, the punt. This guy here. All the peas. Brownie gets it. What about the last one? Doesn't matter. The mate. picture. Well, let's let's <laughs> hope you don't end up with a Nick Daffy scenario where the TV yeah. gets smashed. Anyway, you didn't hear us talking about that. <laughs> Keep going, King so, of the uh, Let's go. All right. Yeah, got my apron here. Very important to have your apron. Feel free to buy your own brand if you Looks don't have good. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's look, First thing we're going to look at here is the people. Now, this is great for if you're hosting one or if you're going. Like at the G on Grand Final Day, you're going to have a few different types of people. And there's four people you're going to get at the barbecue. First one are fans of either side of the team playing. Whether they're they're social fans, whether they're bandwagon or they're passionate, these are shocking people to be around if your team isn't playing. Avoid them like the plague if you can. Next level down from them is your corporate equivalents. Now, these are the people you don't want at your barbecue. No, no, no. your bosses or your wife's boss, worse, your boss, yeah. uh, a bloke at work that may overhear about the barbecue and turn up uninvited. Me for there. Uh, things like that, they're really bad. Acquaintances. Exactly, yeah, yeah, Richard. Yeah. You don't want them there. Yeah. Nope. And then the worst under them are the people that have somehow made it to your barbecue that don't like footy and want to tell everyone about how uh, they don't like footy. Yeah. These are the worst yeah, people. They are. Yeah. Steer Wankers. clear of them. Well, go to, they can go to Chad's and go shopping. Thank you, Richard. That's what they yeah. should be doing. There's I don't know why they're there. The as yeah, well. They're the, the sort of people that will ask for a vegan option and no, a soybean no. bit made beer. We'll get to that in a Richo's bit. Richard's made with a lot of those people. Oh, no, now he's a north side liver. Constructed tofu. Mate, smashed addo. We've got to start looking after the environment, guys. Not the right platform here, Richard. This is not your demographic. A billion people over in China don't care about that. So, and then, look, your people on the day for the majority of us are the neutral footy fans. Yeah. Now, these are the people. It's the only day of the year that Collingwood and Carlton fans can get along because yeah. Richmond's playing in a grand final on their night. Yeah. So get around those people. They're the ones yeah. you want to be around for the they day. Just, they're just enjoying the footy. Exactly, yep. Richard. No stress, no anxiety. Exactly. Yep. You can relive moments of the year and usually have a good day amongst yep. these people. Yep. Food and drink. Yep. We'll go drink. Drinks are pretty how many, easy. How many of these have you got? 
How many of these Se- segments? Richard, oh, Richard's oh, got a cash in. So I said four. They've both got not big on the maths. Well, Brownie, so don't interrupt again. We've all got cashies to go there for a long time. That's all. I don't know. Brownie'd have that many. I got anyway. Uh, drinks. Time. All right. So, more than reasonable, say BYO alcohol. But yeah. You should have some beers and wine in the fridge, and you've yeah. got to have the spirits lined up in yeah. case someone wants to turn into Tom Cruise around eight. So, what if someone doesn't turn up with alcohol? Well, that's that's on them. Well, it depends if it's a good mate. You just go beers in the fridge. Otherwise, you go uh, his directions to the nearest. And if what about those that bring a hard ice and then drink someone's Corona? They're just pieces of shit. Tony Jones once put on a pay-per-view and charged everyone $13.50. No, because that's, that's what it actually cost. <laughs> no. $13.50. Like good. So, so what spirits would you provide? Oh, whatever you look. Your just basics? Your basic spirits and anything to – you want someone who, You want someone for you, Brandy, there'd be plenty of Jim Beam, Johnny Walker, Smirnoff. But you want somebody to I attempt like an espresso martini at an yeah. ungodly hour, so yeah. make sure they're all there. But look, s- simple with drinks. Yeah. Make sure multiple fridges is great. If not, plenty of Eskies. Ice goes in second, not first, because then you won't get the beers nah, down. Good, good. And if a bloke, a hero comes in your house and goes, I know how to fit beers in that fridge, let him have a crack. Yeah. Because uh, the more you can get in there, the better. Uh, brings us to food, Brownie, and I'll, I'll whip through that. Look, barbecue standard. Snags? Yep. Go with your standard thin or fat snags from yeah, Woolies or Coles. Fancy crap. Another fancy no. crap. If someone's going to pick apart get in early your, your snags and say, oh, th- oh, these aren't gourmet, what's – mate? Nah. How good are your how good's your culinary, you just culinary want, knowledge if you're basing it it's on It's basically snags. just like your Bunnings snacks on a Saturday. That's it, Richard. Yeah. Uh, chicken skewers work well. Yeah. Mate, steaks are for 12 or less close mates, not acquaintances, not for yeah, big barbecues. Point. Stay yeah. away from steaks. Maybe a lamb chop. What about condiments? Uh, oh, oh, what, about chicken, that. what about chicken wings? Oh, my, chicken wings are great, oh, but brownie. And the the bones. only problem is you've usually got to do them in the oven. The house heats nah. up. You're better off leaving them. Too much yeah. effort, chicken and wings. And if you've got yeah. dogs, they are they will kill a dog. A chicken bone. Thanks oh, for your the, no, Let's say there's no dogs. Uh, tomato, mustard, <laughs> so no barbecue sauce from Master That's Foods. Hum those three. Sriracha. That's all you need, and a bit of hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, yeah, uh, what about some steamed dimmies? Oh, brownie. Just you get it. Yeah, mate, you can go to the shop, brownie, on the way there if you want and all that. And Wally, just standard white bread's good enough, isn't it? Oh, of course. Yeah, and no, wa- whole wa- and those, no need for salad, unless it's the potato or the pasta. And you don't, need to, butter it, those yeah, you don't need to butter the bread. Nah, no, nah. no, just sauce on. Yeah. Uh, barbecue, tomato, or mustard. And lastly, boys, the footy. Uh, rules are simple. If you don't have a 50-inch screen or bigger, don't host. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah, great call. And then bigger call. for the amount of people you got. Now, I know a guy yeah. that uh, insists on every ad break, the volume has to go down. That is just oh, not that, that I know people are weird. They are no, weird, those like, people. That's it. And do you know what? If you're not interested in the footy, get out the back and let the yeah. people that are interested yeah. go. And I will say this. If you are in the presence of any Richmond – I won't say generous because you won't be, but any Richmond fans – and it's getting tense, have a little – even if you don't like the times, have a little a bit, bit of – niggle them early, but a bit of respect in that last 15 yeah. minutes oh, of the game if it's close. Because yeah. just because your team's not there, just that – and then after the game, give them five minutes to get over it and then get in on Well done, yeah, Michael. Well and done, for Michael. those people that want to have a bet of the racing this weekend, what's the best? Oh, the best. Dallas Sun looks like a good thing going around Brownie, so that'll be on Where's Sunday at Caulfield yeah. in the uh, in the prelude. Dallas Sun. Very yeah. comprehensive. Got something up in Queensland, I'm hearing. Yeah, we do in uh, race oh, yeah. five. Uh, I think it's Number called. seven. Number seven, Brownie. Uh, it's uh, the Toby oh, Edmonds runner. Cogden or something? Yeah, Cogden, something. I'm not quite sure. Load up. Load up. Race very comprehensive, Wally. Thank Cheers, you very boys. much. If you are Cheers, having a barbecue or going to a barbecue, take note because that well, is bang on. I'm going to get you a ticket next year. Thanks, Rich. Mm. I appreciate mm. it. And, of course, boys, barbecue responsibly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good one.
Now, we're going to skip the analysis because there are every other two-bit podcast in the land is doing analysis. Then you guys do analysis on your other ones. This, it's, not, it's never been really about the analysis, no. but what we're going to have a crack at is a same-game multi because like the beauty of the same-game multi is you can just get some juicy, <clears throat> juicy odds with a little bit of an outlay and it keeps you interested throughout the big day. Brownie, what is yours? I am going to take Richmond 1-39. to 39. I think that's a good bet either way. I think that's a $2 bet. So that's the start of my same-game multi. Into Jeremy Finlayson to be an anytime goal scorer. So he just has to kick one for the day. One goal. One goal. And then Toby Green to get 25 or more because Richmond don't tag. I think he'll get a fair bit of the footy. Yeah. The reason why I'm not going after Richmond numbers, just because I reckon – I don't know who's going to get tagged. Yeah. So I'd like to take that, uh, I guess, thing yeah. out of it. Um, and I'm going to go Toby Green. That pays $4.50. All right, well, I'm going to go the opposite to you because mm. I think DeBoer's clearly going to go to Martin. And if Martin goes forward, Prestia. I think he then goes to Prestia. So I think that may free up Shane Edwards through the middle of the ground a little bit more. I think he'll uh, be up for that. He'll get more than 25. So I'm putting Shane Edwards in 25 plus. I think Jack Rewalt will produce. I think he'll kick three well, goals. He described himself as a big game player during the week. Well, he is. I think. I think he's shown over the years that he is yep. now. Uh, Jack Rewalt to kick three goals and Richmond to cover the line, which is 17 and a half. And I think you'll get about nine bucks yeah. there, Nato. Yeah. Nine twenty-five. Well done. Go. I'm getting hold of my Kahuna's, and this is mine. And what mm. can I do one? Richmond 40 plus. I reckon they're going to absolutely brain him. I'm going to go Basher Hawley to have 30 more. He's, they're going to kick 15 behinds. He's going to play on at least 10 of those. That's 10 touches straight away. Lockie Whitfield, despite having his appendix ripped from his torso, he's going to have 30 or more. He loves playing the Tigs. He's done his last four games. And Tom Lynch to clunk and kick three or more goals. You plug that into your same game multi builder, 29 25. Gee, don't mind it. It's a long nice shot, one. that one. Nice one. Okay, so I, I think I'm going to tip Richmond. I wouldn't be surprised if GW has given a massive scare. I think it'd be low scoring, mm. so go under the total points line. But Richmond for me, one to thirty-nine, two bucks. I reckon that's pretty much a lock. I think Richmond will win the game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I know you think it is, Hum. That's going to be interesting because they're totally different teams. Mm. GWS are number one at scoring from stoppages in the comp. Richmond are 18th. Richmond are number one at scoring from turnovers. GWS are 18th from scoring from turnovers. I think in a tight final, scoring from stoppages is going to be hard. I think it's going to be more about turnovers in a tight grand final. Therefore, I think Richmond should win by over 15 points, but no more than about 25. Good reasoning. Very good reasoning. It is with great sadness for the very last time, potentially ever, we pick the mind of the great man. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Plans, quick one. plans for the summer? Uh, uh, my wife has a house up in Burley Heads, so we're just going to get up there and relax for a little well, bit. You have a house in Burley Heads. Well, it's mine now, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it is mine now. Your wife's family. Wife's family. Okay. So I've got a little bit of it, haven't I? Will yeah. you cry grand final day for Richmond? I, I don't think so this time, no. Two-part question. Are you free on the Friday the 22nd of November? Yes. Will you come to my house for a barbecue? Friday the 22nd of November. He's yeah, just I, checking now. He was free until he figured out what it was. This, you have the next question. I'll just check what I'm doing that day. With Richmond into the grand final yep. at Channel 7, do you feel more special than Cameron Ling? Uh, no, because Cameron's up in the commentary box mm. and uh, I'm down on the boundary. Okay. So clearly. Uh, Hummer, 
I'm free. Oh, we're on. I'm just going to punch that in there. Punch now. that in. Barbecue we're in. Barbecue and, and hummus. You want I'm not bringing in? anything. Though. No, I'll supply it all. Would you prefer to put toothpicks under your toes and kick a brick wall or bite down on a metal nail file and have it ripped from your mouth? Nah, definitely the toothpicks. Just a weird question, to be honest. What would you do? Are you are – you, uh, no, nah, it's pick the mind of Richard. Are you um, worried that when we go to Byron in December that I'll be able to out-drink you? Not at all. <laughs> Not in the slightest. A six-year-old shouldn't be worried about you out drinking. Two I'm nights in Byron should be good. I'm looking forward to what, Byron. Have you got a wedding? No, no just a piss up. Just the catch boys. up. Oh, just uh, a reunion. Just a boys You'd trip. be so bad on a boys trip, Randy. Hey, if you were sending off a show reel to a potential employer, would you include anything from this podcast? <laughs> nope. Uh, no. <laughs> Is it true that you are going to be on the front bar tonight and you are going to be dancing? I am on the front bar tonight, yes, and I am going to join in with Picket Palace and make an absolute <laughs> oh. goose of myself. Uh, I'm done. Oh, I've got one more. Um, when a female rings you, do you change your voice? Oh. No, no, no. What I do, Nathan, and, this, and for our listeners, when I answer the phone, I generally, and when it's someone like a work colleague that I know, I am generally try to be polite, mm. unlike you. But you can be polite without changing your voice. Unlike you who has no oh, manners. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Has no sure, decorum Lisa. and no manners. You do change You, you know what? I and won't be back. And that's not you. He's cracked it. Don't be something you're not. He's cracked it. Well, I've got to tell you, on that note, not, Richo has absolutely stormed. <laughs> He's cracked it. Well, no, no, a big, big thank you. Now, I need to have a big thank you to Hugo oh, Wines yes. for their magnificent support during the year. They, honestly, it was the best Grenache that I've ever had. I've saved one. It's remarkably affordable. I'm going to tuck into a night. HugoWines.com.au. Tell them that we sent you. Richo Brownie, big thank you. The biggest thank you, though, to the listeners. Without you, we would not be able to justify recording this every week. Ollie, the producer's a great job. Everyone's done a great job. Just figured out his name. And for the last time ever, like, comment, subscribe, but most importantly, gamble responsibly. Thanks, Ollie.